Welcome to the 189th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Woohoo! Holy cow. Wow. We made it this far. 11 more to 200. That is wild. I can't believe how far we've come. I feel 189. Thank you for listening to us for like over 200 hours. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely over 200 hours with the minisodes and all that stuff. And over four years? Almost. I actually put an alert in my calendar for our four year anniversary. Oh, although didn't we? We did something in November, too. It was November 11th where we did something. Was that when we were recording the... The Lost episodes? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, and that's probably everyone except for Christine, Matt, Haya, and myself. I don't know if Haya and Rob know this. When we started this mess, we were going to do initially the Return of the Rune Lords Adventure Path in first edition. And there were a bunch of characters and we did a couple test things over at Christine and my old apartment crammed in a tiny room. With no AC. Yes. We have since moved and I'm working on the basement and I had to move all of my Pathfinder stuff and I had to move the magnetic initiative tracker and I opened it and on the little magnetic things were Stout Hoof. No all of those characters were still listed on it. So I was like, oh, blast from the past. Did you erase it? No. Immediately. (laughs) You should take a picture. We can put it on socials. Also, did we record those? I don't remember. We did. We did. I don't know where they are, though. I mean, I think we deleted them shortly after. Maybe they might. Actually, they might be on this drive. This is like our backup drive. Oh, my God. And I think it was after a session or two was when they were like, we have an official release date for second edition. And we were like, well, damn it. (laughs) I guess we're going to do that now. Yeah. And I'm actually really glad we did. I'm glad we waited for second edition. I currently listen to a couple of first edition APs, actual plays, not just people reading the books to me. And you know what? The changes in second edition, I really like. And I do miss some of the customization or how it felt like you could have a little bit more customization in first with multi-classing and whatnot. But I think the changes... And the way combat works now is so much nicer and smoother. And I don't know. I like the shiny new thing, I guess. No, I'm I'm 100% with you. As somebody who struggles with remembering mechanics in all games across the board, like I feel like this was the easiest transition or easiest thing I've been able to remember more. Not that I remember much of anything. I still have to look up how to treat wounds, let's be honest. But in terms of like overall how to play a game this has been the most like easy yeah i think they managed to streamline mechanics a lot and still keep so much of the flavor and like getting into it yeah they they did a really good job and it's still crunchy yeah like it's not as crunchy it's definitely not as crunchy but i miss my uh Attack of opportunity. That's fair. <laughs> okay, everybody having attack of opportunity was pretty great, but <laughs> listen, I miss my how powerful smite was, and and how fear wasn't like you were just immune to it. Yeah, but you know, gotta keep up with the times. So this might open a can of worms for debate, which we can talk about later because I want to get back into this combat. But I feel like second edition helps stem the tide of casters always win, which I really felt by the end of first edition. If your caster, once they got to level five, they're going to nuke everything from orbit. It's fine. (laughs) 
but I'm going to say something and I'm, this will cause controversy. Fourth edition D&D did it the best without to make everything even. Oh, no. Heresy. <laughs> All right. So last time we were here. Boy, I have some opinions about that. <laughs> I'd, I'd hold them back, but not about that. It did what it wanted to do, which was introduce people who only play MMOs to the fact that tabletops exist by basically making, you know, MMO simulator the tabletop. And for many people like myself who had been playing for years prior to that, we're like, this is not D&D. <laughs> Fourth edition is not the worst edition of D&D. <laughs> Last time we were here, you guys turned your prisoners in to the head of the guards and then came back to the hidden forge with two guards in case you found any more prisoners, wandered through the hallway that was trapped that Matt had put the tracking tools on, the dirt and debris so that he could see if anyone came through. Indeed, two people had come through. They turned around and went back. You followed their tracks to this door. You are now outside of the safety of the walls of Kovlar and in the haunted city of Sagarak proper. Through a door, you heard some combat sounds. You opened the door and saw four members of the Scarlet Triad practicing with each other with their weapons. When you opened the door, they turned and combat started. Twin Talon, Brianna, and Ooh all came in and beat the snot out of a couple of the Scarlet Triad members. And then we ended right before I got to go. So it is my turn. So, Matt, I have a question about Twin Talon. Okay. He can't be flat-footed at all, or he just can't be flanked and flat-footed? It is a class feature from being a rogue. Barbarians get the same one. Deny advantage. You aren't flat-footed to hidden, undetected, or flanking creatures of your level or lower. Creatures of your level or lower using surprise attack. However, they can still help their allies flank. Right. So like if there was someone who's higher level than me and someone who was lower level than me flanking me, the person of lower level wouldn't get any bonuses whatsoever. The person of higher level would get the flanking bonus because their allies assisting them in the flank. OK, but the way I read that, I can use the faint action to make you flat footed. Sure. Right. Am I, am I crazy with that? I would think you would be able to. Yeah, sure. Faint is a one action deception skill. And you have to be within melee reach of your target to attempt a feint with a misleading flourish. All right, cool. So I'm going to attempt to feint Twin Talent. Can you tell me what your perception DC is? My perception DC is 36. Okay, this is not a gimme by any stretch of the imagination. So here comes my deception roll. That's a natural 20 for a 43. No, 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 no. Take my hero point reroll, please. <laughs> Jerk. You're a jerk. All right, you're down to one hero point now. <laughs> All right, I'll reroll and keep the worst result. Here it comes. That is a 17 on the die for a 40. That's a regular success, correct? Correct. All right, so with a success, your foe is fooled, but only momentarily. The target is flat-footed against the next melee attack that you attempt against it before the end of your current turn. So now they're going to swing at you with their rapier. That is a total of 28, so that is a miss. <sighs> Good waste of a feint. It really was. <laughs> and then for my last action, I'm just going to move away. Which one is moving? It's the one directly to the north of Twin Talon, between Twin Talon and Ooh. 
Does that promote an attack of opportunity from me? Yeah, it does. All right. Go ahead and make an attack against them. 40? Oh, good job. That's a hit. Yes. Go, ooh. Yeah. Go, dummy mommy. Get him. 34. That all goes through. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Hold on. Do you say 34? Yes. The aura? Oh, yeah. But it's actually not two. It's plus four now. (gasps) 36. Thank you, Matt. Good job, honey. Yeah, I do good sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) He's not always a tattletale. (laughs) Look, there's nothing better than a rules lawyer on your side. True, true. <laughs> and really, that's not even that much of a rules lawyer. Like, I'm a, I don't mean that with the negative connotations there. No, not at all. That's a lot really defensive. No, no, no. I don't mean it like that. It, it's fine. <laughs> it's, no, 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 no. It's fine. Mercy, we need him on our side. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have probably done more arguing of like letter versus spirit of rules to do random stupid shit. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm probably the worst one in this group about that. But Having GM'd a game with me and both my father in it for like two years now, Sean can attest. I come by it honestly, and I've gotten much better. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love playing with my dad. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. He's very old school. Not gonna lie, I'm kind of jealous. Well, that's the end of my Scarlet Triad's turn. It's now Soraya's turn. I really want to do a thing. But I don't want to hurt my friends with the thing. But it would be <laughs> such a fun thing. Do the thing. How good are y'all's fortitude saves? That's my best save. You and Brianna are really good at it. Yeah. So Twin Talent, I suppose, is not. <laughs> I mean, at this level, none of my saves are bad. My lowest save is my will save, which is a 22. Okay, because we have four doses of adult brain. And there's a fire in the middle of this room. And they need to be lit on fire, which is why we've never used it. Yeah, smoke them if you got them, right? In the spirit of what Twin Town would do, maybe, and also like for funsies, doesn't he always have his scarf that he pulls up? I was going to say, I can I can warn you guys to like, you know, like cover your faces. She'll run into the room, take a quick glance around, you know, kind of shout something to your compatriots that will will let them know, you know, hey, batter up. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> take a deep breath, friends. Uh, and I will throw all four doses of addle brain into this <laughs> gently flickering, smoldering pit in the middle of the room. All right. Certain scarlet triad poisoners like use toxins like Adelbrain to keep captured prisoners docile and compliant for short periods of time until they can be properly shackled and imprisoned. Adelbrain is distilled from a hallucinogenic lichen that can often be found growing in the sewers below particularly large cities like Catapesh. Once soaked in special reagents and then dried, a dose of Adelbrain must either be lit with a flame or tossed into open fire to activate, whereupon it unleashes a cloud of toxin as normal for an inhaled poison. The saving throw, uh, which would, I think, is based on my class DC at this point, which is 32. Onset one minute, so it might take a little while, but if we are just going to knock these people out, then they will become drowsy. Stage one is enfeebled one and stupefied one for 10 minutes. Stage two is enfeebled two and stupefied two for an hour. And stage three is fatigued, enfeebled four, and stupefied four for a day. I really hope your group fails miserably. I hope not. I mean, it'd be hilarious. (laughs) Given the warning, I'm hoping they can get circumstance bonuses to their fortitude saves. Yes. Do you have a button for Adelbrain? It's a saving throw. It's just an action to interact and activate. I mean, I can make a regular bomb attack, but I'm lobbing something 15 feet into a center, into a hole in the center of the floor. (laughs) That's fine. I believe that you can do that. I'm going to say you can only do two doses, though, because you only have two hands (laughs) with one action. That's great. I mean, I could just take two other actions. Paddle brain into the fire. (laughs) Unless one or two doses will get the whole room. I don't 
It doesn't really specify. Yeah, two doses will. It doesn't give a range, which is weird to me, but that's fine. Yeah, it's just inhaled. So I would assume if however many people can inhale it, and this is a small enclosed space. I need everyone in the room to make a fortitude save. You got it. Except for Rob. Rob, you're not in the room. I also need Tasani to make a fortitude save. All right. So what is the DC of this, Christine? 32. I'm pretty sure it's just a basic save. There's no like degrees of success or failure. Well, no. So with poisons, if you critically fail, you automatically go to like the second step. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Poisons are like a whole weird thing with how they work. Yeah. Fun, fun. Okay. So, Matt, what did you roll? Twin Talon got a 37, while Tesani got a 34. Okay, those both pass, right? Yes. Heidi, what did you get for ooh? 34. That's a pass, Christine? Yes, my DC is 32. Okay, so, and you're a juggernaut, so that means it's a critical success. Brianna? Brianna passed with a 43, so double critical, huh? Single critical. (laughs) All right, so my first... Scarlet Triad rolled a 21. Now, I will tell you they have a bonus of 20, which means I rolled a natural one. Oh, no. So that's a crit fail. That is a critical (laughs) fail. So that means they're at stage two. Which is a feebled two and stupefied two for an hour. Man. For an hour? Mm hmm. Stage three is for a whole day. (laughs) But it's a four. All right, the next one rolled a total of 19. So that's another natural one. Sheesh. That's another crit fail. That's another crit fail. Man, I almost feel bad. And that's the one that's between Twin Talon and Brianna. Oh, no. Oh, that's why it's so much lower, because they're like frightened or whatever else, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Got it. 26. Still a fail. Is a regular fail. But that's only enfeebled one and stupefied one for 10 minutes. They're going to live forever. And then a 30 is a regular fail. Well, that (laughs) completely sucked. Good job, Christine. Yay! (laughs) And I still have an action left. Nice. Oh, what did you roll, Christine? Oh, I got a 39 and I'm a juggernaut, uh, so I'm fine. I'm a juggernaut. (laughs) I also have poison resistance, so like I got an extra bonus to the roll. Okay. All right. What's your last action? My last action for shiggles here. I'm going to draw one of my alchemist fires, I guess, because why not? They're, they seem to be relatively normal humans. Uh, I'm going to target the, the one in the far corner of the room all the way back here near what appears to be a, a northeastern staircase. Okay. Not Tasani? Nice. Not Tasani. No, I like Tasani. <laughs> All right. A 35 will hit. Yes. Nice. All right. Damage. Uh, They're going to take 19 fire damage, three more splash, and three persistent. Damn. Get (laughs) him. A little frustrated John sounds. All right. Is that it? I mean, I guess. (laughs) We're following the rules. It's now... My turn. All right, I'm going to take a step, which does not provoke. So now we're flanking Brianna, and then we're going to swing out Louise. Here comes the rapier. That's a natural one. That's your third, like this round. You can only 
Go up from here. I believe in you. Do we want it to, though? No, I'm just trying to be encouraging. Number 49, Melee. This one is called Wait. What? <laughs> you are confused. How appropriate. <laughs> so for being confused, I don't have my wits about you and I attack wildly. I am flat footed and I don't treat anyone as my ally. I can't delay ready or use reactions. Oh boy. Use all your actions to strike or cast offensive cantrips. All right. Well, I'm going to keep trying to hit Brianna. Okay. Because that's a smart idea. Yeah. Might as well. A 17 on the die for a 38. That's a miss, my friend. <laughs> oh, because your shield is raised. Yeah, clang off my shield. So you moved and you swung twice. And became confuzzled. <sighs> Indeed, confuzzled. Well, you know, there is Zaddlebrain around the room. Yeah, right? You know. That's probably why. Like I said, it's so appropriate. So the one that is between Twin Talon and Brianna is also going to attack Brianna. All right. Because she is flanked with the rapier. Here we go. Coming at you. Critical miss. It's a three on the die for a 27. Oh, my shield is still raised. I don't know why you've removed my shield. But yeah, that, that would be a... I didn't remove your shield, but you are flat-footed. Oh, maybe. Okay, okay. Got it. So they cancel each other out. Yes, 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 yes. Um, But yeah, that is a critical miss. I apologize. I don't think you do apologize. I mean, I politely apologize. It's the customer service. I'm sorry you feel this way. This one is called Pull the Muscle. Until healed, you are enfeebled too. <laughs> ha, joke's on you. I'm already enfeebled too. <laughs> All right, here comes the second attack. One of them has to hit. Come on. It's probably the one with the lower bonus. It's an eight on the die for a 27 again. <laughs> Build that deck. Do we all get hero points because you failed so spectacularly? These guys are so cool. <laughs> uh, this is called shield crash. You deal the attacks normal damage to your shield, applying hardness, but I don't have a shield. All right. Well, I've already gone in this much. Here comes the third attack. Why? I mean, please do it. It's a 14 on the die for a 28. That's a critical miss again, my friend. <laughs> this one's called punt. Your weapon flies 1d4 times 5 feet in a random direction. So I'm going to roll a d8 for the direction first, with Brianna being 1. Okay, and then going clockwise? Yeah. So now I'm going to roll 1d4 plus 5 feet. That rapier flies 10 feet away. <laughs> Do you want to surrender? Now's your chance. <laughs> All right. Last up is my other Scarlet Triad member. They're going to target Ooh. No. Hey, Heidi. Yeah. What is your perception bonus plus 10? 28. 28. All right. I'm going to try and faint you with my deception to make you flat footed for an attack at least. Oh. <laughs> Does it suck to be you? Oh, Sean. <laughs> Oh, oh, Sean. He rolled that one in front of us. And it was a natural one. Oh, 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 friend. <laughs> this is amazing. Your faint backfires. You are flat-footed <laughs> against melee attacks. The target attempts against you until the end of my next turn. Oh, no. I'm still going to think it's because of the addle brain. <laughs> Just like, wee. All right. So for my second action, I'm going to take a five-foot step back 
with a step action. And then for my third action, I'm going to 5, 10, 15, 20, and they start running upstairs. Stairs are difficult terrain. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so you're only going to move half speed up those steps, buddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they they hit the steps at 20, which would actually be 25 to get to the square that we can see. It's 25 feet. And then 35 would be the one that we can't see. So do they have 35 feet of movement? No, that's why I put, in, I put them right back there. Okay. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, oh, no. Rob, <laughs> it's your turn. Go, Rob, go. Oh, guess I'll go this way and through the door. What's going on in here? What's going on? <laughs> Who are these people? So smoky. Who's been burning incense? <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine knights are just like kicking the door. Like, what the fuck is happening in here? Just squaring up. <laughs> just a little tiny goblin like, what? <laughs> the adult brain gives him the opposite effect. <laughs> no one knows this, but Knife Sword's real name is Chad. <laughs> or Kyle. If you give him a monster. Oh, no. We're casting uh, Gravity Well. I know. It's unexpected. Wow. So novel. Yeah. I try to slam those two into the wall. All right. So I don't think you can place it outside of a place you can see. Yeah. Wait, where is it? It's like off the map to the left. I, I can see that. It's just black. It's just a black area outside the wall. I can totally <laughs> see that. Uh-huh. I think you would have to put it here on the wall, which will get... All four of them, but we'll also grab Tesani, Twin Talon, and Ooh. Of course, they could make their DC 33 reflex save and just ignore it. That's true. All right, all right, all right. It's okay, it's okay. No problem. No problem. That would also grab the, the ones fleeing, though, right? Yep. That would grab all of the Scarlet Triad members. Well, let's see what happens. I'm going to go for it. All right. <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> we got this, guys. I kind of imagine it making the noise, the sound of like those sonic depth charges or whatever that Django Fett drops in Attack of the Clones, you know, when he's flying through the asteroid belt, you know, that. Do we all roll reflex? Yes, please. All right. If everyone can make their reflex save. Wow. I am safe outside the gravity well. Thank goodness. <laughs> yes. Brianna, Twin Talon, and Ooh, and Tessani, I need you to make reflex saves. Heidi, what did you get? 30 total. 30 total is not enough. That is a regular fail. Oh, no. I'd like to give a hero point to her so she can try that again. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't do it. This is going to make for a great story. It's fine. <laughs> okay, never mind. Okay. So on a failure, you move 15 feet towards the center. Woo! Party! <laughs> Matt, what did you get? So Twin Talon got a 47. You're fine. You don't move at all. Haya, what did you get? Brianna got a 33. So you move five feet. Okay. And Tesani got a... 41. Hell yeah, girl. Tesani's like, what gravity well? <laughs> All right. So the Scarlet Triad agent who is running to the steps succeeded with a 35. Oh, man. Which means they move five feet off the steps. The Scarlet Triad agent closest to the one that was running away to the north also succeeded, so they move five feet, which is great because now they're back within range of ooh. The one that is or that was between Twin Talon and Brianna succeeded with a 42 and moves five feet, puts them next to Brianna. And the one to the south of Brianna critically succeeded with a 43. 
so they don't move at all. Well, dang it. Can I spend uh, five hero points to make you reroll all that? <laughs> no. Actually, yes. If you can spend five in one go. The trick is max you can have is three. We can pool our, our <laughs> hero points, I guess. Nope, nope, nope. Just Rob. Ah, but using goblin math. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Next up is, uh-oh, Twin Talon. All right. So Twin Talon is going to uh, whisper to Tayson, he's going to cut him off. And Tayson is going to go and fly to the north. Oh, shit. It's OK. It's OK. I have a I have a hidden thing there that takes the character to the next map because the stairs go up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put Tayson on the stair thing on my whole map chain. <laughs> I can't see the other map. I don't know. Tayson, go. Not that far. Not that far. <laughs> I'll, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Wait a second. Wait a second. I got it. I'm back. Tayson, jump dimensions. Woo! New skidoo weekend, too. <laughs> All right. So that's when going to move north. 5, 10, 15 feet. So now he is within Ooze Marshall's aura. He is flanking the one who was trying to flee with Taisani. And uh, he also is adjacent to another one, which is adjacent with Ooze, the one that's on fire from Soraya. So he's going to target the one that's closest to the stairwell. And he's going to attack for a 32. That will hit. All right. So that's 36 points of damage plus Four, so 40 points of damage. Sheesh. All right. And you're using the precise debilitation, right? I'm going to put precise debilitation on them, yes. All right. Okay. All right. And then for his third action, he is going to attack again. So 28 is a miss. How many hero points do I have at this point? Three. Uh, I'll use one. 31 to hit. That is a miss. Oh, well. Well, I did the thing I did. That's it. All right. Next up is Brianna. So in my mind, I Brianna swing and then a tentacle like wraps around her middle and just yoinks her and she's like, ah, <laughs> damn it. And then she's relieved to see that the person she was fighting was also pulled this way. And she's like, OK, knife sword, we will have to speak about this less. <laughs> and she will continue fighting the two people nearest to her. I think that's where she wants to be and that's what she's going to do. So here we go. Which one are you targeting? I'm sorry. The one to my east. I rolled a 36. 36. But last year, last year, got 37. Sorry. That hits. Oh, thank goodness. So they will be taking, I can't read small numbers, 20 points of damage. Plus four for it is 24. Oh, yes. I love that. I'm glad someone does. They're still standing. I guess I should focus fire on that person since they seem to be near death. And what really counts is the last hit, right? Yep. <laughs> cool. I will switch to non lethal. So this is my second attack minus two. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So I'll just remove the potency rune thingy. 19 on the die for a 39. That is a hit, not a crit. <laughs> 19 points of damage or plus two. Ah, perfect. So 21 points of damage, non-lethal damage. All right. They're still standing. Curses. As a free action, Brianna will bash her shield with her scimitar. Says, Come on and raise it for my final action. All right. Heidi, it's your turn. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, 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 would like to run over and around and flank. I would like to put myself, position myself. I guess that, does that promote 
an attack of opportunity? It would if they had it, but they do not. So it does not. Okay. I want to put myself in this sort of northeastern corner to block this person from coming up the stairs if I can. And I would like to swing at this guy, this person who's trying to get up the stairs. All right. Ready to go. 44 to hit. That's a critical hit. Nice. Suck it up. All right, let's find this critical hit card. Number 43. This is slashing damage from brow to chin. Crit effect. The target takes a minus two penalty to perception and ranged attack rolls until healed. Hoofa. All right. Well, it's double damage either way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 70 points. 70 plus eight. 78 points. Also, this is a fearsome weapon, which means when you critically hit, the target becomes frightened one and it is greater impactful. So also on a critical hit, you can choose to force the target to succeed at a DC 37 fortitude save or be pushed 10 feet away from you. And I take a minus two. That is a failure of because I rolled a 35. You rolled ooze saving throw, but... Wait, did I? Yeah, does the Scarlet Triad member have a plus 25 to their... Uh... Yes, they do. But they still fail. So 10 feet away from you. They can't go 10 feet because there is someone in the way. So they can go five feet away from you. Maybe they bump the other person even further back. And then they take damage. And then they take another eight points of damage. Are they still alive? Yep. Not for long, because you're going to reactive murder. You know it. <laughs> 44 to hit. Critical hit. Yeah. And that's the one I've got the precise debilitation on, too, which is fun. Uh, piercing. Eye patch for you. Triple damage. The target is dazzled until healed. <laughs> Also, this is a thundering weapon and a shock weapon, so there's going to be some extra damage, uh, things that happen, but I'll, uh, I'll roll damage first. So plus, plus 2d6 from precise, so that's 45 plus 4 is 49. So 147 altogether, if that's all multiplied by 3. Yep. Holy cow. And then plus 12 more. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> Would you like to describe how you killed this poor, poor creature? Ow! Yes. So, ooh, knocks the Scarlet Triad member backwards, and Twin Talon spins around and positions his sword sword to accept their body, and it just pierces straight through. These the force of ooze blow to force their body onto that short sword and pierces through their chest. And also, the one that's next to them takes some damage too. Out of sheer shock? What? Because the shock rune. Oh. So on a critical hit, electricity arcs out to deal an equal amount of electricity damage up to two other creatures of your choice within 10 feet of the target. So there was only one other creature within 10 feet. So it also takes nine points of electricity damage. It's not a lot, but it's a free nine points of damage. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't complain. <laughs> so I feel like he positions the weapon so it accepts the one character and the other one's right next to her. And like the lightning shoots out of the hilt and hits the other Scarlet Triad member. Heidi, you have one more action. I do. <laughs> I'm so excited. Guess I'll just push myself right up against this. I can't move. Why am I colliding with things? Try now. Why are you yelling at me, you damn program? All right, we're good. You're good. I'm quite the opposite. All right, well, it's my turn. And the one that U just moved up to, who and they are on fire, is going to attempt to faint U with their deception. So 10 plus your perception is 28. 
All right. So 34. So you are flat footed for one action or for one attack. Then this rapier swings at you. It's a 15 on the die for a 39. That's all right. You can hit me. That's 32 points of damage. But here's the most important part. I'm going to apply a precise debilitation (laughs) and I'm going to... I have so many options. So you're applying precise strike. Yes, sorry. Precise strikes. I'm going to brow gash, which means you are now flat footed until the end of your next turn. Oh, that's not as good. Never mind. I'm going to not do that. I'm just going to do the 2d6 precision damage onto you and swing out with my third action. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. Rolling damage again. So she's not flat footed anymore. Right. I'm going to take that off and I will give the two back. So that gives you a 33 AC, 38 will still hit. Right. But the important thing is that they don't get their sneak attack or their precise debilitation. Correct. But I do get the 2d6 precision. No. No. Oh, that's dumb. Okay. It is very important when you're a rogue to make sure every attack is flat footed. Yeah. Well, I managed to hit a couple times, which makes me happy. All right. Next up is Soraya. Alrighty. Hang on. The fire burns that character still. And then they roll the recover and they fail with a nine. Right, right, right. All right. Well, it worked so well the first time and there are more of them still threatening my friends. So I'm going to draw another Alchemist Fire. And since these are ones I make in my daily preparations, I can use one action to grab and throw them. Which one are you targeting? The furthest back one again, the one that's near U and Quintelan. All right. That is a, how much did you roll? 42. 42. That is a critical success. (laughs) All right. It makes me happy. Yeah, girl. All right. So uh, they're taking 41 fire damage and uh, they don't take the persistent again, but had they succeeded, they they would have had it happen again. Draw your card. Let me see. Crit hit table. Bomb or spell. If this is a spell attack, nope. So I guess it just does double damage. There's no... <laughs> so many of the bomb or spell things are like, if this is a spell. So there's really not a lot of bomb crits and it's kind of sad. Yep. We were going with the accounts as ranged instead. Oh, no, that's only on crit fails. Yeah. What's that say? No, it's attack type is only on crit fails, not on successes. Oh, okay. So yeah. I mean, still double damage. Not going to argue. 41 fire. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't stack, but since you crit, it doubles. Oh, so now it just stays at six persistent because that's the higher of the two. Uh Uh-huh. Alrighty. Well, I think they have her well in hand, uh, so I will focus my next attack on this one that is to the south of Brianna there and uh, do that one more time. And that's a 28 on them. That is a miss. Would you like to use a hero point? Sure. We roll using a hero point. 29. <laughs> also a miss. Uh. It's all right. Oh, well. Yeah. I do have a third attack. It's plus 14. I feel like their AC is like 31 or something like that. 32. Yeah. So I don't really want to risk that. So I'd need like a 1920 to hit. I will move over to Tisani guard the stairs. All right. So the Scarlet Triad to the south is going to take a step away from Brianna for their first action. Oh, but now they're in the range of knife swords, melee attacks. (laughs) You watch out. (laughs) I'm surprised he doesn't have a bite attack, to be honest. 
Then they're going to move 5, 15, 20, 25. Hang on. I just remembered something. I don't know how, how it would be implemented, but technically any area around me is difficult terrain. Okay, so that would put me five feet back. Christine, what is your reflex DC? My reflex DC is 32. 32. All right. And Matt, what is Tisani's reflex DC? 36. Okay, so I need to make two rolls to tumble through. I need to beat a 32 and a 36 with my athletics. First against Soraya as a Scarlet Triad member tries to tumble through. Oh, I can't. Oh, one enemy. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Their third action. Can't do any of that stuff. Oh, my God. I'm just going to step forward, fight up to Soraya. What a waste of a turn. All right. And then the Scarlet Triad member who's been fighting with Brianna, she will swing. Oh, no, they're the one who lost their rapier. (laughs) I mean, I guess he can try and punch Brianna. They're going to step back. They're going to draw a blowgun and then they're going to attack you with it. Man, I hope it hits. It's going to be hilarious. Do they need to take an action to load a blowgun? Yes, you do. Blowgun have a reload of one, which means one action. Oh, so I load the blowgun this turn. All right. Exciting turn. (laughs) All right. Oh, Sean. God damn. These guys are so cool and I can't hit with them. I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't be. Why are you sorry? No, genuinely, because I want Sean to also have fun. Like (laughs) I'm fine. I'll just kill you in the next room. (laughs) No pressure. It's fine. (laughs) All right. Rob, you're up. I'll go easy on you, Sean. I'm just going to electric arc. Oh, geez. So the one directly in front of you and which is the other one? The one by Soraya. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm going to make my saves. He says jokingly. Well, you made him last time. Oh, I did succeed on the first one. So you only take half damage. And whew, two successes. So half damage on each of them. So Rob rolled blindly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on ever. <laughs> <laughs> I just see like, so there was the Rob's roll and then just Scarlet Triad Agent is now dead. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was working so hard to keep him alive. No. Well, it's hard when they only have one hit point. So that's 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 rough. So knife sword kills one. Crispy, crunchy. And then I will going to cast a magic missile at the other one. Man, if only Knife Sword could have buffer spell packets. Do you guys remember those, Christine and Sean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Good old spackets. Spackets. That for the rest of you non-LARP nerds, that's what we used to use in order to simulate magic being thrown. It's like a two by two square of cloth with bird seed in it. Yeah. It's not my story, but I do have a hilarious one of someone who apparently did not realize that you should not use the anti-squirrel bird seed with like cayenne in it. Oh no. So it hit someone and just pepper right in the face. Oh no, that's awful. (laughs) Fun times, yay. Good times (laughs) all around. So 10 points of force damage rocket into the face of this Scarlet Triad member. Oh, all right. Top of round three. 
But oh, come on. I just want to say it's been real fun for you guys, but I need to reset the RNG on this thing. So (laughs) we're going to end the episode for today and come back next week. Well, time to go, I guess. (laughs) See you guys next week or whatever. See ya. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Adios, brochachos. Maybe I'll roll higher than a one. Thank you for listening to the Blesnard's Log 323 4th Day 14 Rover Or should I say 4723 Oath Day 14 Rover My trip was a success The transport pod landed in a marshy area near an ancient fortification. I have used my superior honed skills to infiltrate the primitive goblin tribe who makes the fortification their home. They seem to be repairing the structure for a group of longshanks who are currently away. Worried that my pod may be found and my return trip compromised, I convinced a pair of kobolds living in the catacombs below that my pod was in fact an egg. And if they were very diligent about sitting on it, it would hatch into a powerful draconic being. By that evening, they had relocated my pod to their lair below. Now comes the easy part. Sit and wait for the gap to start. I wonder what apocalypse will happen to cause it, but I, Blesnard, will be the only one to know. And then I will make my return trip and rub it in that dog's face. End log. Cracked Eye Podcast. Please visit us at crackedeyepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash podcast. <laughs>